Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Okay, welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, and with me is always lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, we're going to talk about episodes um, six and seven yes. of Ultraman Taiga. The flying saucer is not coming. Right. And to the Demon's Mountain. Yes. Um, I enjoyed both of these. I didn't particularly enjoy episode seven. No? But I can explain why. Oh, I know why. Yeah, you know I know why. why. <laughs> I know why. Because the same reason I was like, oh. No, I, I mean, I saw it coming the more they built into didn't, it. Did not. Completely. Oh, I saw it coming. I, I was just sort of like enthralled with the whole thing. I'm like, how are they going to... Oh, no. No, I saw it coming. Yeah. But we'll get to it. Okay. The Flying Saucer is Not Coming is episode six. Date? Uh, 8-10-2019. Okay. Directed by uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi. The summary is a man who wishes to return to the stars has a run-in with an alien hitman. Yes. Yeah, that's a good TV guy. It's a nice TV guy. Guest stars James Coburn or something. Yeah, exactly. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like Just that. enough to get you to tune in, not enough to spoil anything at all. No, no. <laughs> Ozzy loses a button from his cardigan. <laughs> How will he ever recover? It's going to be horrible. So, alien Gaipa, uh, no, Gapia Abel, a hitman who traveled all over space and time, has come to Earth at the request of a certain person. Who could that be? Yeah, exactly. Um,. He came to defeat Ultraman, but the first person that he meets on Earth was a strange man who claims to be an alien himself. Right. Because uh, Kana saved this man, a runaway trip from the evil has started. Uh, this is all, of course, from the fandom at Wikia. Yes, they are very good. Will the will the flying saucer that the man is waiting for actually come? We shall see. Yes. We shall see. So you got three aliens in this episode. Right. You got the alien who never changes from human form. They are original guy. Yeah. Who did come from space. Once originally wanted to go back to space, but never changed right. from his human form. So you don't have to give a monster minute. Out. He is the man who wants to return from the star, to return to the stars. That's yeah. his. That's his official title. Even. But he is an alien uh, Paralinga because that's. Obviously, the guy who was with him at the end. Oh, okay. Spoilers. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't. So even... I either have an allergy or I'm getting sick, you guys. So it sounds like part of my sick. voice. Um, but then let's see, where were we? The uh, we open up with this guy seeing a UFO beam. Right. Which he's pretty psyched. Right. He wants to go back to the stars and hugs the alien that he sees. Yeah, like, what is going on here? Like, and the guy even says, whoa, 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 what are you, why? Yeah. Oh, this is too much, you yeah. guy. How do you do? What is this? What are you doing to me? And so the guy then tells the alien he wants to leave the earth. Right. So you kind of figure, okay, at one point he was an alien or is an alien. He's obviously just an alien, doesn't like earth for some particular reason. Sure. Or can't figure out why. Well, he's homesick. I guess. I guess. As much as you like Ireland, didn't you want to come home? Yeah, but it's a slightly different reason. I mean, if I were to live there, I would get used to it. Yeah. You know, when I first moved here, it took me a good little while to get used to here. Right. You know, it would be That's the same. same thing, but maybe they live longer. So 50 years is like, I've only been here two weeks. Uh, that's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. But he did, he's enjoying soba. 
Yes, yes. And the hot, spicy soba, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what soba noodles are, but I guess... I think they're the big, flat ones. Okay. Like, um... No, no, they don't have to look it up. Oh, no, I'm looking it up. This is what I do, back. Come on. <laughs> I understand. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you go down that rabbit hole. That's okay. Um, but then... They're not. They're round noodles. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But then the, the alien... Oh, it's buckwheat. Soba is the Japanese name for buckwheat. Uh, okay. Hey, knowledge bell. There you go. Yeah. Knowledge bell. Nice. Uh, but then before the hitman zaps our just random alien. Right. The woman from Aegis zapped him right. with a taser. Right. And if that wasn't the most fun slapstick zap, <laughs> I don't yeah, know Yeah, good what stuff. It was. it was fun. Good stuff. And then we get our intro. Right. Then, yeah, that's all in the cold open. That was, yeah, that was a very, open, which was nice. I like yeah, that. It was a very, um, like that's a lot going on. Yeah, and that's the one thing I do like about this stuff now is because I'm noticing how much time they are putting in this. I'd leave a big line just for the intro. Yeah, I I've always like. forgot about. It. Like they're, they're very big on that. That's cool. Yeah, and I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I know when they did the first of the new Doctor Who's. There wasn't an intro until the very end of the first episode. Yeah, yeah. That was, the the whole episode was a cold open. <laughs> but then this, the weird alien guy does get dragged into Aegis. Right, and right, right. just is told, stay in there. Figure it out. Relax. Yeah, be fine. It'll be fine. We got blankets. We have spaces for you to sleep. You What's fine. funny is that they don't have like a dorm, like any sort of dormitory area. Because no. they close up at night. Of course that's they the be- do. That's the best thing about this. It's not. <laughs> it's not like the science patrol, where Which has a building and stays open. Yeah, dormitory. Yeah, exactly. Blah, 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 blah. This is like you now we lock up at the end of the night. <laughs> After about seven ish, we yeah, close what up. Can, yeah, what can happen when the sun goes down? <laughs> That's fine. Sure, that's how that's how security systems work. Sure. sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh let me just find <coughs> excuse me guys. But then the hitman alien, the compete Gapia Adel, agrees to take out our Ultraman. And then what happens here? Oh, well he meets up with uh, Kurosaki, Kurosaki. He introduces himself. Yeah, the weird that weird guy is he plays weird he's very so weird yeah. very well. Um then Kurosaki shows himself that he's actually Trigger. Right. And uh Abel's like, What you're an ultra and he's like, Yeah, I'm not that kind of ultra. Not that kind. I, I I'm reformed. Yeah, yeah, kinda, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh he, he uh, kind of so he goes off to kill the people who saw him first. He's like, right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take, take care of it, but I'll get around to your ultra. Yeah, yeah. So uh, kind of holds evil off until um, Hamari arrives and uh, tries to deal with him, and then uh, Abel like uh, embiggens himself up. Right. Um, and of course, uh, Hiro uh, Hiroyuki becomes Ultraman Tiger. Tiger, right? And that that's the one thing. Yes, now they're going to have multiple transformations in every episode. But they're short they and They are peppy. really quick, and I'm not minding how no. fast they go by. If they're ten, even seconds, if there's multiple, they're quick. Yeah. So I'm not really worried. The building destruction in this fight. Oh God! Holy moly! The thing I—it's almost like somebody was saying, you know, you blow up a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we don't see building destruction. You're like, is that right? Oh, is that what you say? Hold on, let me, write, let me write that down. Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hold my Sapporo. We're going to blow up some buildings. 
And I like the, the shot <coughs> where you can see the alien through the hole in the building that they blew yeah. up. That was very well done. I did like that. I would have loved it to cut so cut to some poor guy carrying groceries in the street. And he's like, my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it can't be good. Um, yeah, I'm going to lose my security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> but then, although, am I? Because he can't tell how much damage was done to the apartment. Yeah. Technically, it was Seriously. right in the middle there. <laughs> Yeah. And it wasn't my fault. I didn't do this, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're blowing up little houses and like, you know what I really like about the fighting in this series? Go ahead. They've gone back to a lot more wrestling. Yes. Yes. There are laser shots here and there, but they have gone more to just wrestling because you got to figure those A lot laser of grappling. Shots, I like it. The laser shots do have to take time and money. Right. And the wrestling... While it does take time, doesn't take money, right? Because they're just filming it. But that's that's, that's what that's the back to the original '60s series. Yeah, no, a I lot know. of grappling, a lot of judo throws, and yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, sign me up for that. Like Absolutely. I like it. Um, so then, uh, you know, they they shoot each other, and then oh, and then Abel lifts an entire building no, and, throws and throws it at him. Come that on, that's good. great. I liked it. So I like that. Uh, of course, we we get Ultra and Titus at this point. Right then, we get our transformation of Titus. Another nice, quick transformation. And the, and what's her name at the what's her name at the at the um at headquarters is like oh I've been waiting for this. Yeah, exactly. Um, Perica. I always and forget then, her name. Titus and the monster fight a little bit. The split screen there. Yeah. And he flexes and he shoots, shoots a laser off his butt. But the split screen. <laughs> it was good. But the split screen that they had. Between, oh, it was very good. I didn't like it at all. Oh, no? Oh, I thought it was awful. Oh, really? I thought it was terrible split screen. But I'll get over it. Yeah. And then we get an instant switch to Fuma. So he can protect the people that the monster was shooting at. Right, because he's like, oh, I found you guys. They, well, Titus throws him across the river that they're watching. Yes. In a yes. nice shot. That was nice. I and then like he's like, oh, it's you two. I better take care of this. And then uh, Fuma, because of the speed of the wind and whatnot. Right, of all that nonsense. Just goes Shoots over, blocks him. Right. Color timer goes off instantly. Yes. Which I thought was cool. And like, we get some nice explosions. And then a sword goes through our Ultraman. But he doesn't. It doesn't. It's just Because it's just an after image. And I'm like, how? What? All right. Ultra science. I guess. All right. Yeah, good stuff. Then the Ultra uses the victory left, which I'm now noticing they're using the bracelet of Of another Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. And he and uses, uses some a sort of shuriken. Starlight. The sharp starlight wave shuriken. There you go. And I wrote, on the next episode, I wrote each one down individually because I'm like, this is getting to be stupid. But I'm going to them down because it's what I do. <laughs> and this shuriken cuts the monster in half slowly. Which I and like. He's, he's like, oh man, this, I got cut in half. This yeah, is terrible. Big no, Brother's no. gonna poof. Exactly. And of course, they're all filled with propane. That's right. That's what they are. Yeah, yeah. And then our original alien realizes, you know what? Earth's not so bad. Yeah. At the end, the, alien, the flying saucer does come back. I'm right. Sorry we took so long. And the guy realizes, you know, I want to stay because I want to have. I have a friend, and we're gonna go have. So we're gonna go have news. Yeah. Very nice. I like this one. So it was a nice. Episode. It sets you up for a sequel where this guy's big brother comes back to 
I don't think so. I think this is going to be sort of a self-contained episode. Mm -hmm. I don't Why know. would they mention it? No, they, they it's show Chekhov's gun. You don't show the gun unless it's going to show up in the third act somewhere. True, true. Fair enough. His big brother's going to come and be real ticked off. Well, I mean, I thought it was that was an alien on the side was his big brother. No, 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 no. Huh? The assassin's brother, because he says, oh, getting cut in half, how embarrassing way to die. Big brother would be so... Uh, and then he explodes. I missed that completely. Yeah. I missed that completely. So, right. I think his big brother's going to come back looking for revenge. All right. Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You want to give a monster minute on our uh, sure. assassin there? Uh, he is an alien Gapia. Uh, he's an alien race that makes its first makes its appearance in the 2017 movie Ultraman Orb. The movie lend me the power of bonds. Okay, we haven't seen that one yet. No, we're falling behind now <laughs> on the new stuff. <laughs> Dude, on the all stuff, just yeah. the all stuff, everything. Dude. But don't worry, Mill Creek has our back about that. Oh, good God. Yeah, because they're going to give us everything. All at once. This joke I've been making is somebody's like, when do you think this is coming out? I'm like, well, if they keep this release the end of next year. Yeah, pretty much. Holy moly. We can't afford all this stuff as much as we would want it. We can't afford it all. Going to have to do it. Uh, Let's put it this way. If they can keep them at... 25 bucks, 30 bucks a pop. That's fine. It's not so bad. That's fine. I can manage. Yeah. And some of them have to be cheaper because stuff like Ultraman Towards the Future is only 13 episodes. Yes. Yes. Neos is only 12 episodes. So that might Ultra be. Ultra 7X is 12 episodes. Yeah, that's alright. <coughs> I mean, you pop them in at 15. Well, no, what they're going to do is they're going to combine two different series okay. and make them 30. That's fine, but it still, still cuts down on the number of stuff I got to buy. <laughs> like, the number of individual. But I don't know if they're going to do that because they're two separate series, right? So how you guys going to screw their numbering up? Because if you them. notice, the spines have numbers on them. Oh yeah. Oh, that's going to be. They'll, they'll figure out. Like, they'll, they'll figure out. What if one of them's twenty six and the other one's thirty two? You can't put twenty seven and thirty two in the same thing. No, no. Because no. then people are going to be like. That doesn't work. Exactly. What they'll do is they'll put twenty seven and all the background nonsense on one disc. Yeah. And then 33 in the background on a different series on a different disc. Sure. But we'll see. I mean, we have time for that. <sighs> I know. I know. The money goes. When I saw that there was three coming out. This year. This year. Three more. I know. In addition to what we ordered already. Three more. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, they're putting out eight next year. That's a lot. And, and then I realized it's spring and summer. And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> well, that's already what I told the boys is that I'm going to try to save up now for next year to get the football package because they are Eagle fans and we don't get the Eagles normally. So they want to be able to watch the Eagles. I'm like, okay, I can save up for the football package. How are the Eagles fans? The Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Well, that Eagles. makes sense. All right. Yeah. And good point. Dan School is in Closer Eagle to Philly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all of his friends... And Zach's like, well, <laughs> go well, along to get along. Yeah, well, no, Zach doesn't really care. If I wear the giant shirt, he's just going to pound me. What the hell are you? And my wife is, you know, she's a huge giant fan, and I'm a Steeler fan, so we, we have a good household. <laughs> oh, I admit I jumped on the bandwagon in the 70s, but that's fine. No, uh, you know what? I don't think it's so much of a bandwagon... If you jumped on it in the 70s. Yeah, no, I, I, I admit, I jumped on the bandwagon in the 70s, but I stayed. Okay, so there's two of these aliens. One of them is Abel, and one of them is Sadith. So now, Sadith I bet you Sadith is the big brother. 
Okay. And he says, maybe. The, the fact that you have a name to it, yeah, I'm going to have to yeah, guess. And could it be. probably does come back. Yeah. Okay, so uh, his uh, origin, of course, is Planet Capia. Right. Uh, size change, his weight is 190 kilos to 30,000 tons. Okay. He's got a harpoon railgun. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, these projectiles are strong enough to blow buildings to pieces, but ricochet off Titus's skin harmlessly. Yes, I noticed. They did. Including his fantastically sculpted buttocks. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. I am supposed to. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, the fantastic Able Fiction, which is a normal, seemingly normal punch that loses to Titus's Wiseman fist. Okay, fair enough. And he has a machete to fight with in melee combat. Yes. So there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like I said, this I liked that this episode it was a nice little background, nice story, all contained into the one episode. Yeah. Just enough fighting and then plenty of building destruction. Without going crazy on the on the burning, plenty of building destruction that you know they can just use those buildings again. Yeah. Which I do like a lot. Yeah. Well, some some of them they shouldn't blow to smithereens. Well, the one that they put the hole through. Yeah. Oh, they, did you see the one where they, they were shooting and they shot the car up into the air? Holy moly. Great. It's <laughs> <fantastic>. <laughs> the alarm goes off. <laughs> that is a terrific running joke with the car alarm. Yes. Is that it's just like some guy's like, great, going to go do my shopping. Blip, blip. <laughs> and the next thing is he's same guy with the groceries like, well, at least I can live in my car. <laughs> oh, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Telling you that's the kind of thing I want to see in the damage control series. <laughs> do it. Like the ultra cleanup series. Right, it's the just a guy down. like, oh, man, again. <laughs> Guess I'll go have noodles and a foot comes down on the noodle place. And it's just like, forget Come it. On. Forget it. I've had it with these jerks. <laughs> ultra jerks. Yeah, so great episode. Yes. Um, and yes. we're going to be right back with some more science control after this. This is Superfan Matt, and we'll be right back with more Science Patrol. And look at that, we're back with more of your Ultraman podcast, The Science Patrol. Coming up next, uh, Episode 7, To the, the Demon's, Demon's Mountain. Mountain. Oh, you want to go with the deep voice now? Well, I'm getting it naturally at this point. So <laughs> might as well use it. Yeah, might as well, might as well fall right into it. Alright, date of release? Uh, 8.17. Okay. Uh, directed by uh, Makoto Kamiya. It's a different director on this one. But it would make sense since it's spoiler. Two-parter Two Two Yeah. And now I can say it. I knew when they started giving a lot more of the backstory of the town uh, that it wasn't going to be closed up inside the world. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, the, our brief TV guide intro, again from Fandom at Wiki. Um, aliens discover an ancient monster sealed within a mountain village, unmarked on a map. They plan to use the hidden power within a net idol to set it free. Okay, yes. fair enough. By the way, guys, since you've only heard that one, that's the fourth time I tried that. Yeah, it took oh. a little while to get through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, Kazuryu Village is a village that has legends from ancient times, but it is not on any map. Uh, Hiroyuki accompanies a cyber idol, Oi Tenoji, yeah, and to this village at the request of her producer. Right. Oh, he goes with um, Omari, too, just so you know. Uh, and uh, 
there's a suspicious ceremony going on by the villagers. Right. There's creepy things afoot. There's a plot going on. What is going on? What is the who is the Akame Sama that is worshipped at the village? Right. And that's the whole point of this episode is who is the monster? Why is he there? How come the village isn't there? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I even wrote down the name of the village because I knew I wasn't gonna remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just trying to find the uh, so basically the they meet this cyber idol, uh right. Aoi Tanoji, and uh she's dressed up all spooky and that's her YouTube channel is that she she does she idol goes, stuff like pop idol stuff in creepy places. Right. Dances in cemeteries and hey. mental wars and all kinds of crazy places. And she has a eye patch over her eye, which I could it's creepy. Is that what it was? Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, this is why I'm not an internet guy because I don't get it at all. Oh, I'm not saying I get it, Pat, but I under I I see what she's trying to do. This is not this is not the sort of channel that I, one Rich Connery, would subscribe to. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're. Saying. <coughs> well, that was even. I'm more of an Ashens guy who reviews products on his couch. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Quite funny. You'd like it. I'd have to look into it. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, that's the thing that they point. That her manager points out is that she does go to all these weird places. She does try to contact psychically all these weird. Yeah. Things. Here's the thing. We she um, Kara calls him as her manager. He goes, right. Well, I'm her producer, and they have a big laugh about it. Like, no, oh, that always happens. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand the awkwardness about that. Yeah. Well, a producer sort of like comes up with projects right. for a, an artist, right? But the manager is the kind of one who says, no, I do, do or don't want to do these things. There's generally two separate people. Oh, okay. Producer's the guy who would be like... Usually the producer's the money guy. This is what you're going to do because I've got the yeah. money to tell you. So the producer do. says, this is... I want to do a web series about cute Japanese girls doing weird stuff in cemeteries. Right. So they go to find an artist. They, they contact the artist's management if they have it. And the artist management negotiates with the producer. Say, okay. I'm going to do this or that or the other. Okay. That's in any entertainment. Okay, fair enough. Except for podcasting. We have no management. <laughs> we have no producer. We have, there's no guy with the money. Let's say we are <laughs> yeah. our own guys with the money. money. <laughs> yeah, we are our own money. Yeah. And if yeah. anybody wants to help us in that manner, yeah. send us can. in some pat bucks. That'd be great. Some Rooney dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Rich bucks and Rooney dollars. Exactly. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar Roonies, if you will. Oh no. See now, someone actually asked me that the other day. How often I've heard everything that came oh, with Rooney. All the time. Ever Much. for all of them. For yes. all the time. Yeah. Every single one of the them. The answer is yes. <laughs> and they said, "Well, you haven't heard blah." I said, "No." I have. No, I'm sure I have. A hundred times. Yeah. Easy. I've yeah. every variation. Most of them are at least double digits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it took me, what, three years before I realized that your dog's name was Pepper and it's Pepperoni? <laughs> you didn't know that right away. No. Nope. <laughs> Sometimes things take a time to dawn on me. Well, that wasn't like, exactly why we did it. Oh, Pepperoni. That's cute. <laughs> you know the line in When Harry Met Sally? Pepper for my paprikash? Yes. That's her uh, actual full name. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we just call her Pepper. Yeah. That's a long name. Fergus is just Fergus. Um, so they go to, the, they, uh, they, they 
Aegis agrees to accompany her to this village, right. right? And when they show the manager how much it's going to cost and all the different oh, things. Oh, and he's like, oh my. Yeah, it costs that much? Yeah. Well, yeah. Security's not cheap. I love that she's got like the the, the little uh, the laminated pages and it's got the circle thing in the, in the corner. Yeah. She turns it to him in the air. <laughs> the cash register. Yeah. Ching, 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 ching. You're like, all right, fair he's enough. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, security, private security is not cheap. That's why they, they do a good job, but they are not cheap because yeah. they're there all the time. Right. you got to pay a guy for his time. That's what it is. Right, right. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, so they go, they come out in the middle of nowhere and like, is there even a village out here? There doesn't seem to be. Yeah, they drive out to the absolute middle of a forest. Yep. And then they go up to this village. Well, no, they see that creepy guy first who appears from behind yeah. Hiroyuki in, in a great, like, uh, hey, yeah, you shouldn't go. <laughs> yeah, you want to know who this weird guy is, but you're like, he is probably not that important. Yeah, weird woodcutter guy. Yeah, know? pretty much. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then they walk up to this village, and I don't know. Paved roads. Looks it, fine. It's got to be just a regular town in Japan in sure. the middle of nowhere. I'm sure there are those rare towns. Because rare? They're all over the place. I, Japan has a lot of people, but they're all concentrated in cities for the no, most I part. Know. There's tons of little drunks like that. Tons of little villages. All right. I mean, that's oh, got to yeah. be an expensive little shoot in and of itself just to get everybody out. Who knows? That could be 20 minutes outside of Tokyo. We don't know. We have no idea. No idea. Right. If you drive west from okay. here... You can go be on a farm in 10 minutes. True. Fair enough. And it looks rinky-dink and rural. Yeah, fair enough. It just has to be in the middle of... The middle of almost nothing. Yeah. If you shoot it properly, the place that does the corn maze on the corner of 34, you would think you were in the middle of Iowa. True. Aside from it not being flat enough, but... But it's fair enough. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. As long as you don't shoot this way... Yeah. You so see then you can the see the Wawa. <laughs> 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 it limits your shooting, but you know. Yeah, but as long as you know what you're doing, you can do it. Totally. So then all the all the villagers seem friendly. Yeah. And they all stand there and smile. Yeah, no, yeah. And then and they look. What I love is they all have that simple smile, like, oh, they're just country bumpkins. Yeah, pretty much. It. They're not pretty used much. to seeing cars and <sighs> people from the big city wearing pants. <laughs> no. But then they point out. That the reason all the people are there is for the Akuma celebration. The Akuma celebration on the total eclipse. Right. Which is the only time that they all go for this. Yeah, which should be your first hint. Hint that something is afoot. Exactly. That something isn't necessarily a good thing. So now this girl walks into this ceremony and gets pulled out almost instantly by Aegis. And... He's like, yeah, what are you doing? You can't just go in there and shoot people on the internet. She's yeah. like, I have to do it for views. No, 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 no. You have to actually get like permission and stuff yeah. for them to be on camera. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about? It's the like cold open. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It takes yeah, yeah. place long ago, far away times. Yeah. Um, and a monster just That appeared. looks like Cthulhu. Yeah, it really does. This is our main Right, monster. that is the Cthulhu. I was like, what's Ultraman versus Cthulhu? This yeah, is going to be great. Oh. But then this <coughs> judo guy just falls out of the sky, gets a sword of it's light. A lady. Was it a woman? It's a lady. Okay. I can tell you how I know. How you know? Because it's the same girl. Oh. The thing where she says, oh, I've been reincarnated. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's getting picked up fine. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> yeah. So it's 
the same girl. I and what you. I really loved about that. Go ahead. Is that if you've seen any Toho films or Japanese films from around that? Sixties, and I know you have. Uh huh. They somehow digitally match the color stock of the film because it uh, looks. You know what? Now that you pointed out, yeah, they did. It looks old. Now that you pointed it out, it looks yeah. old. Like my kid's been watching Destroy All Monsters relentlessly yes. in a loop. Yes, I, know. I don't even say repeatedly; it's relentlessly, and it has that same Fuzzy. beautiful film quality of it. Yeah, it looks. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, Makoto Kamiya. Good, Good job. job. Good yeah. job. You do like the look of film. I have to. I understand you're doing everything digitally now because you don't have to keep it up. You can just hold it, and it doesn't take as much space. Yeah. But I do like the look of, course. of film. What irritates me is I see people are like, "Oh, this Blu-ray has too much grain on it." It was shot on film, you dipweed. Yeah. That's the best that they're going to be able to do. Well, not only that, it's supposed to have grain on it. It's shot on film. Yeah. Film has grain. Yeah, I know. It's one of the intrinsic values of film. I understand. It's 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 supposed to be there. I understand. Oh, yeah. But people at this point are now, well, if I'm buying a... Why isn't right it clear now? enough? It's, it's plenty clear. Yeah. It's fine. That's it's what it's supposed to look like, dude. It was on the film because they can get some of the grain out there. Never going to pull out. <laughs> they can. They can do digital noise reduction and it looks wrong. It's yeah. wrong looking. Yeah. I, I watched a TV show on my cousin's 4K Ultra. High def. This was even before that. It was just like the regular old high def 1080p or whatever. Right, right. And it just looked wrong. And it looked like you were looking out the window. And I'm like, no, don't like it. It's, too, uh, it's not. It doesn't. Too clear. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. It, what it you're makes saying. it look fake. Yeah. I got what you're saying. It, it's what you're saying. so real it looks fake. <laughs> I know that doesn't make any sense. But I understand what you're saying. It is the thing. So they discover through our footage that there are aliens right. at the village. One of them who looks like a sort of tattooed aardvark. Well, I called him a bat-faced alien because I didn't know what else. Because with the big ears and his face was kind of weird, he just kind of looked like a bat-faced alien to me. Now you call him an aardvark, I won't argue. Well, he is an alien um, hook. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, he wasn't important to the plot, but I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was... He does sort of have a bat face. Yeah, more of a bat face. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But now this girl, our main girl, I runs into an abandoned building, which has all sorts of stuff set up. Right. And it looks like her producer is there. And she is supposed to stop the demon from rising. Right, right, right. And then we also see... Her real producer shows up at the headquarters building, right. and who's that guy? And faints instantly. Right, How right, right. Like me, let me faint. But uh, okay. now, did you notice when the guy, when the manager guy, has his first appearance in the forest? He's got different glasses on. I just kind of figured he had changed his glasses. That's what I thought, but that's your tippy tip. That is a tippy tip. Yeah. You're 100% right. You were supposed to notice that, and I just kind of figured, I changed his glasses, no big thing. And then he realized, oh, yeah, he changed his glasses like, for a reason. I was like, that cannot be the same guy. Yeah, I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> See, I didn't get that because I just figured, I know the three different sets of glasses that I have, none of them look the That's same. That's true. So I never think about it. But if you're a manager and you have are going for a particular look, you're going to buy a particular style of glasses for... What was that guy's 
particular look. Nerdy Dumpus. Nerdy Dumpus. <laughs> but that's his look. And he goes for that look and buys the glasses for Nerdy Dumpus look. Oy. Oh my goodness. But then our fake producer becomes an alien. Right. And it says, those people are really the spirits that sacrificed themselves to Lord Akame to save the town that they were in. Right. And they have the girl touch some sort of weird spot, get thrown into the clothesline, and it electrifies. Oh, yeah, and he and he turns into uh, alien uh, Babaru. Okay, is that what he was? Yeah, which I thought he was a, a magma. The same... Swan hair and whatnot. Yeah, sort of same. But they, maybe they're related to the magmas. Fair enough. He's originally from Ultraman Leo episode 38. Don't remember. We didn't see that far yet. I had an FBY, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we got far into <laughs> <Leo>. <laughs> we got a good bit into Leo just as it was starting to become decent. I think we only got 14 episodes. No, we got further than that. I believe we did. I'd have to look into it. Yeah, I can do that, that then. No, don't worry about it. Um, but then Don't worry about our monster says. is released from the mountain. And how? Uh, the alien, our little blonde alien, becomes a giant. As you do. As you do. That's right. We get our Taiga transformation. Nice little battle between Taiga and the blonde alien. And then the blonde alien is shown to have some sort of weird blade that comes out of his arm. Right. Just part of his arm has yeah, a he's got blade like kind of thing coming out. Yeah. Like, all right, quick Fuma transfer, transformation. Mm -hmm. And now he uses the Pole Star Lightweave Shuriken. Sure. Because I write this crap down. Right. Our blonde alien stops it. The Ultra then uses his Victory Let for the Sharp right. Star Lightwave Shuriken. Right. Oh, good God. Can we not make them seven words? Each time, no, please. I don't believe we can. We have to use all. I believe words. so. I believe so. It's possible. <laughs> it's necessary. I think. But then that does stop the blonde alien. We get a nice explosion. The mountain opens. The monster emerges. Shoots fireballs. Has some sort of weird eye that his head opens up. To Dude, that that wigged me out so bad. <laughs> okay, I thought that he's was got cool. two like little eyes. It looks like right at the bottom, and then a mouth that opens on top of it, which is goony weird enough. looking. But then he opens it up. He's got a big giant bloodshot peeper Pilot, which in the middle of his head. <laughs> that was I was like, yeah. <laughs> And then the spirits of all the people in the background disappear, and Play end of two part, end of yep. first parter. I'm like, ah, yep. all right. Yep. But like, and that's when the girl realized, oh, I'm a reincarnation. When she, yes. yes. They were like, no, she's actually psychic. Yeah, and I liked how they kind of showed you that. Yeah. But didn't really go into it in too much detail. Right. Right. And then you gotta figure but this. I'll tell you what, this is a very atmospheric episode. The, yes. The setting was great. I like the that. The villagers, one. creepy. Very creepy. Dude, when they were running after her smiling. And they weren't even running. They were They're kind of standing kind of still. No, no, no. Like when, walking the, when she slowly. left the temple. No, no, they were walking slowly. And then there were just different villagers every oh, yeah. time she ran. Oh, yeah. There's other villagers standing going, Hi, we're still here. Hi, we're still, you know, the old, old creepy people. Hi, we're still here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I, I mean, the only reason I didn't like this episode was because there wasn't enough battling. 
but I know that they're leading up to the big yeah. battle that's going to be in the next episode, so I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Fun. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> I know, I know Thank you so were. much. I, <laughs> I know. The, the whole audience worried. was very, very, very worried about that whole thing. <laughs> Super Riot. Is Pat going to let them? Is Pat going to let them slide on this? Yes. <laughs> I guess I have to. <laughs> but uh, what do you call it? So let's do our alien babaroo. Good lord. Uh, first appearance, Ultraman Leo, episode 38. We got up to episode 15, by the way. Oh, is that where we got yeah. to? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Just as it was getting lighter and not so yeah. dark. It started getting good. Everybody's breaking our chops. It's like, well, now you can finish it. I'm like, wait, we're going to finish it. <laughs> well, we're, at this we'll point get now, to it. They're, only, they're on episode 9 of Taiga. So by next Ten. week. Around ten by next week, we're going to be basically caught up. Yeah, so then we'll start. Tagaleo, Tagaleo, Tagaleo. Yep. Sounds good. Tagaleo, Tagaleo. No, I shouldn't have. You should never. I shouldn't, but I did. (laughs) So uh, let's see what his uh, stats are. One hundred forty kilos to twenty-eight, twenty-eight thousand tons. Okay. Two to fifty-six meters. Yeah, that makes sense. As you do, and. he is the dark ruler of the universe, self-proclaimed. Oh, well then, of course. Why not? <sighs> so he is a trickster alien with a personal vendetta against Ultraman. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm just trying to see if there's any particular... Stuff you can give away with He really spoiler. comes with... He's in a lot of... A lot of... A Ultraman. Lot of Ultraman. Yeah, he's okay, in... Uh, fair enough. Shows up in Leo first... Right? Am I right? Yeah. Then, um... Mebius. Mebius, uh... Side story. Okay. Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle Never Ending Odyssey. <laughs> Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends the movie. Of course. Ultraman Zero and Ultra Zero Super Battle DVD. Oh, well, of course. Why not? Ultraman Ginga. Ultraman X. I don't remember. Oh, I do remember next now that I think about it. Oh, he was the champion of the Space Rugby League. It's one of my favorite episodes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, yes, I knew we had yes. seen him. I just wasn't sure where. But the Space Rugby League, of course. Oh, of course. Kimer Man, Alien Zeton, and Donna. Okay. Ultraman Orb. And then Taiga. Okay, crazy. Fair enough. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I liked it. And now we got to do our... Um, Alien Hook. Um, and then a race of creatures uh, featured in Ultra Seven originally. Oh, so episode forty-seven. Back. Yeah. Wow. They are one to forty meters, one point eight to forty meters. Okay. Sixty-five kilos to ten thousand tons. Lightweight guys. Lightweight. Yeah, pretty much. Very, ten thousand tons is really lightweight for these monsters. That's right. They can disguise themselves as humans. They have gas pistols. They grow. Uh, they summon large white spores that can hold objects in place in the air. We didn't see that, but yeah. I'm sure we have. It's in there somewhere. If they have, <clears throat> and they can also become invisible. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah. Not not a lot of information on these. I think That's they've right. only shown up in Ultra Seven, uh, Never Ending Odyssey. Oh, they were in G too. I don't remember it in G. That's fine. That's fine. He visited was visited by Moa, 
of an unnamed insurance company who's actually part of AIB. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember right, it, then. but that's okay. That's fine. Oh, they were, he was recognized as a civilization that's not allowed to travel to Earth. Ah, uh, okay. All right, fair enough. And now the last guy, which is, of course, Night Fang. Is that our main big monster at the end? Don't save his monster the minute. The Cthulhu. Yeah, save his monster minute for next week because he's going to be the main protagonist for next oh, week. Oh, this is our first... This is our first appearance. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Okay, that I do like. Yeah. I do like that they built this whole episode around getting him out of the mountain. I did like that part. Oh, that's a roar. Can you enhance that a little bit? Try to get him to enhance it? Okay. There yeah, that's creepy. Very nice. That's going to be good. And I'm yeah. looking forward now to next week's episode. Oh, yeah. To see how they're going to settle him, if he can get extra spirit monsters and all that kind of. Weird oh yeah, stuff. I'm wondering what like what uh, what else is involved. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be more than just the battle because it, that would just be a really short episode, and they got to be half an hour. That's right. So. <laughs> but yeah, I tell you what that that was uh, that was freaky. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I did like the fact that all of the people that we saw, the smiling people, were just the spirits of the people that. Didn't right. originally trap him or did sacrifice themselves to him. You're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, guys, you're doing a great job with the uh, spreading the word because we're getting about 120 listens a week. Oh, really? On various nice. episodes, so nice. people are catching up. Um, episode 100 is up to 82. Oh, there you go. Very Happy nice. about that. But yeah, so uh, we had some, we had some nice. Uh, some nice notes that I've seen, some comments. Yeah. On. That's fine. I yeah. like it. The Jeff Gomez episode's got the... The most listens, I'm sure. One. Two, not so much. Remember, guys, there's two parts. Two different parts. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's worth it. He is very well worth it. Oh, no, no. We have another... Um, there's 104 on uh, episode 82. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. We're doing all right. Yeah, because we got we got to fourteen and fifteen, which was episode seventy three, uh, which was called "Now the Show Gets Good." <laughs> that's right when Crunchyroll took it off. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha, and that's when we went to Rubu. Rubu. Okay, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Fair enough. To episode seventy four, that Rubu that you do yeah. so well. Gotcha. Yes. Fair enough. So that's it, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in every week. We love you so much. We do appreciate it. Um. And, uh, sure. But, oh, thanks again to the Ultrawikia. Yes. You make our jobs so very much easier. And thank you to Casey Kittle for producing and Gretchen, what's your last name? Brooks. Brooks, thank you. From the Kaiju cast for our intro. Because I made that mistake because I called her Gretchen Martin. Oh, and did she say something? No, I realized it when I was listening to the playback and I'm like, that's not right at all. That's somebody else. And so Casey fixed it, thought he fixed it and actually put Gretchen Martin in it, so I had to send him a whole bunch of Gretchen Brooks. Gretchen Brooks. Gretchen Brooks. Gretchen Brooks. <laughs> so I had to do it a bunch of times and then he he and it seamless. It's fine. Gotcha. But yeah. Because I said to her and I'm like, and then you could say I'm Gretchen Martin. She's like, who the hell is that? And I'm like, oh that's not you <laughs> And she's like, no, and then of course I go to the I went to the flea market Right. The day after she's, I had that conversation with her. Turns out she's a country singer, Gretchen Martin. 
Because somebody had about 25 of her CDs. Oh, no. Like, oh, there you go. go. Alright, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I like it. Um, yeah, we're almost at 9,000 total listens. Oh, that's cool. Man, very impressed. Alright. Yeah, so there you go, guys. That is it. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, etc. And on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>